Welcome to Spiritual Warrior TV and Podcasts, your go-to channel for everything related to spirituality, metaphysics, personal development, and well-being. I'm your host, Benzo Ruiz Haas, and I'm on a journey myself, as a truth seeker and as an explorer, to discover and to share with you all the best tips, tools, and different approaches that contribute to nourish our souls, embrace our humanity, and help us incarnate the greatest and brightest expression of ourselves. Because when we become better versions of ourselves, we make this world a better place. Yeah, man. <laughs> Growing the long ass beard. I like that, man. <laughs> Finally, I'm allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> well, Beer for Jen came out uh, not so long ago. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a crazy year, man. Yeah, pretty unbelievable. <laughs> Fuck. You look, good. Got? you look the same. <laughs> I know it. Holy, that's awesome. Look the same on the outside, though. Right. Completely changing the inside. Deceiving. Man, at first I used to edit a lot. Now I I don't give a fuck. I'll make a mistake and I'll just like own it, man. Perfect. (laughs) But yeah, man. Yeah, we'll just keep it real. We'll keep it fucking real. 100%. (laughs) Love it, man. Yeah. Same. Yo, let me let me first give you a nice little introduction here. So for those who don't know you, basically my brother Quentin Elliott, he he was born and raised in Winter, Ontario, and he joined the infantry at 16. What was the regiment you were at, brother? Essex and Kent Scottish. There you go. I, I just couldn't remember that. <laughs> UK so, all day. A couple of years later, man. You went to university and uh, football. You were recruited there. And then you finished, you graduated in psychology, right? Got your psychology degree and eventually left the military. Yeah. And you said you were meditating in your time as a soldier and as an athlete without even knowing it. So how did that look for you, man? Because I feel you on that note. It. It was kind of the same for me. Yeah. But I want to hear from your words. How did that experience look for you? <laughs> you mean while I was in it? Yeah. <sighs> Breathing. <laughs> um, well, I guess in the military, the part of it that I really focused at, or I guess I really... Um, gain an understanding later in life that oh i was meditating the whole time was when i met you <laughs> really doing doing ceremonial guard yeah that's you it know. brother exactly. <laughs> i remember that i think it was uh back in 2013 yeah. something yeah yeah, yeah so 
2014. For, for the audience that's here right now, me, me and Clinton, we go way back. In 2013, we did Ceremonial Guard together in Ottawa. Yeah. That was uh, fun times. I mean, ups and downs, but it, overall, <laughs> I think, like, it was fun. Like, I remember it. I look back at it, and I'm like, yeah, it was, like, fun times. And, uh, Definitely I, good times. Yeah. Some pretty times, some really good times. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, just standing still as a soldier – there's a lot of shit that goes through your mind, right? <laughs> you're like, yeah, for hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and also but like the time in the in the field, like you're in contact with nature, you're out there. Yeah. And you don't realize why you feel good. Mm -hmm. And and it was later on, like years later, that I was like, man, okay, it was like you know, just grounding myself because when you sleep there, you were like in contact with the ground. And you're just like grounding yourself and that actually has a really like beneficial, you know, there's a lot of beneficial things to it. I mean, there's like research being done on this, just a, there's a science of grounding. Finally. Yeah. It's <laughs> Finally. exciting. Eh? Yeah. There's a good documentary on that. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Erding. I did actually. My mom That's just, funny. she sent it to me. Awesome. So now I'm actually trying out the grounding bed sheets. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. How is that working for you? <laughs> to be honest, not that great. No. But oh, I have tell me. I have a hard time sleeping. I still have insomnia. Mm. But I feel like it's you can feel it pulling everything out of you and it in some ways it makes you um feel more awake. I'm up. Makes you feel more awake at night because you can feel I guess things leaving your body. Wow. So I'm going to continue to do it. And then eventually I think my body could get used to that feeling and then I'll sleep even better because yeah, even in the documentary, they, they bring up a lot of good points. And like you just said, we used to sleep right on the ground. Yeah. No, for sure. And, and, and just when you go camping, you notice the difference. Dude, I, I don't know. For me, there's just something about sleeping in a tent, just like being listening to the sounds of nature's, Wow, man. It's like we're, we're meant to be, we, especially nowadays, man, with technology and everything, everything moves at, at such a fast pace, I think. And it's yeah. just, it feels good to go back to the basics, you know? Really? It's so powerful. Something so simple. It's completely transformational. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, man, tell me what, what was your experience? How did you experience your your spiritual awakening? I don't really like using the word awakening so much because I, I think it's it's been getting very trendy lately, like a, I, the, the woke culture, and I, I don't want to be associated to that. Yeah. But just how how do you experience like your your spiritual awareness? To put another word to that, I don't know. How do I experience it? Yeah, how like how did that happen for you in your life that you realized that you know you came to new realizations and uh, you kind of you know opened that that the third eye of yours? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I hear you, bro. <laughs> you hear me, man? Uh, and I agree with you that yeah, nowadays it's a good thing in a in a I guess if good and bad are terms we're using, it's a good thing that 
more people feel that they are awakening and it's being talked about more. But yes, at the same time, there's now this new subculture where people are trying to benefit from, uh, I guess, alluding to the idea that they can help guide people and for a, for a certain price or you have to do a certain thing in order to get to where they claim that they are. So, right. uh, I'd like to start off by saying I feel super humbled by my awakening. And it's partially due to it stemming from what you could say was my rock bottom. So I left the military. I got out when I was 24. I stopped playing football. I graduated university. I tried out for the CFL. I pulled my leg in the tryout. In the, the first drill we did. Wow. Brother. And so it didn't go as I thought. When I got out of the military, that didn't go as, as what I thought. Um, it was actually after our, I don't know if you did two years or one year at CG. I did two years. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when that, um, one of our brothers was shot? Oh, Cirillo. Yeah. Cirillo. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, for sure. I, I wasn't there that year, but, but I heard of it. Yeah. I heard of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Being in, in the military community, for sure. I heard of it. Oh yeah. So, yeah. um, I left the military shortly after that. I got out in 2015, but I had to fight to get out. I went through a lot of bullshit and I'm sure you can attest to. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm still till this day trying to get my release going. And, uh, wow. it's been, it's been like, what, two years now that I've been trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked. Because then after after my time in infantry, I switched as an image tech. Okay. Which I'm currently okay. there now. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've been trying to get out for two years now. It's crazy. Yeah. The amount of bureaucracy and fuck, it's, it's absolutely like stupid, man. It's <laughs> twisted. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I left the military with going through all that. And then I was just like so angry. What was the point? I've I've done everything I was supposed to do. I was the best soldier I could be. I was the best student, athlete, son, civilian that I could be. I played the game. I went to school. And so when I left the military and I tried to apply for jobs, I took that. I graduated psychology. My goal was stay in the military, become an officer and use my degree to help people with PTSD. But then I realized I'm suffering from so much still that I have to deal with in order to be able to do that. And then I realized doing that in the military is not the way to do it. Because <laughs> you're still working within that system. So you're not really gonna be helping people. Right. So I applied to over 400 jobs. I was living in Toronto at the time. Uh, I didn't get any jobs, even with my military experience. That's crazy. Nuts. I ended up working in a 
parking lot for $12 an hour part-time. And that was what the universe was reflecting back to me that this is what I did all that to become. This is, this is all that the society is telling me that I deserve. So I said, fuck this shit. Uh, I, I was, I was living with my ex at the time in Toronto and I thought we would be together and I thought that uh, we would start a family together, but that didn't happen either. We had an abortion and that was my rock bottom. That was the beginning of my end, so to speak. My end of my sense of self, I was deriving from my mind, from my thoughts and the attached feelings. So I left North America. I said, fuck oh. it all. <laughs> Where'd you go? I went to Bali. And oh, I went to shit, Bali. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was interested in, in meditation being such a student of psychology. And it's ever since I was a child, I've always been interested in like the, the fact that I can see that we're all the same. We all go through similar things in life, birth, drama, happiness, right. pain, suffering, death. But what, what makes us all unique? And I felt like that was stemming from the mind. So that's why I, I took psychology in the first place. So as I was going through my breakup, I finally went to my first meditation class, something I had always wanted to do. But where I came from, Windsor, Ontario, there wasn't too much of this kind of stuff happening. Um, and I, I realized even within my first session, it felt completely natural to me. So the more I would meditate and learn to, to meditate in this way, it was called Shambhala, in this way where you just sit in the moment with your eyes open and focus on your breath. And that's it. And if a thought arises, allow it. Don't try to suppress it. Don't try to fight with it. Yeah, don't fight it. Don't try to force it. Just let it be what it is going to be. And then let it go. So, yeah, I realized instantly, like, not even just mentally, my body was telling me all along in all of these practices with the military and as being an athlete, you have to be so focused on the moment that it, even if a thought does come up, even if it comes up, it's okay. You just simply let it go because you have to devote your focus completely to what you're doing in the moment. Absolutely. And uh, go ahead. No, no, about that, that thing that being in the moment, absolutely. And, also, a lot of militaries that have gone through like near-death experiences, they said to, to, to experience something like, you know, that there's not only that adrenaline rush, but there's just a million things going through your mind at that, that moment. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a crazy-ass type of meditation in, in itself, you know? Yeah. And even through like psychedelics, like... Yeah. 
people that go through near death experiences and, and i mean you can achieve that through many ways I, I i don't think like i always say i don't think there's only one path in in uh in a spiritual journey right there is there yeah. are just so many ways to reach wherever you want to reach <laughs> yes yeah i agree completely and you can make no mistakes along the way <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Only lessons learned from, you know, experiences. Right. Which is what we're here for. Yeah. I think once you realize that it's just such a, like a, a feeling of bliss and detachment from all the things we think are important. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I often do this practice with myself whenever I, I, I get worried about something or I think, oh, fuck, this is such, such a big problem. And I look at myself from like a third person perspective. And I'm like, okay, look at yeah. yourself. Your bigger self. You're, you're like this. <laughs> and your problem is as small as you are. And it's yeah. a little dot in this whole universe. Man. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a perfect practice, man. <laughs> to zoom out and then see the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. We're still floating around the sun. <laughs> A ball of fire. The perfect distance away. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I've I've um I've done a similar practice to you. Actually, the first time I I smoked marijuana um was in university and meditated. And Again, I didn't realize that's what it was at the time. I thought, oh, I'm just super high. I went to this out-of-body experience. Um, that, yeah, every single problem from the beginning to the end of humanity has been due to what we think. And how that differs yeah. from one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think like also patterns yes because we, we're very we think we're unpredictable but in fact we're very predictable yes in such a crazy way and i i just i recently did a, a like i designed a graphic showing like a human patterns yeah and how we go from you know having this mindset of division like us versus them yep and that take leads us to like chaos, you know, cancel culture, censorship, which then yep. after after all the, the, the drama hits this boiling point, we mm. go back to realizing what's important. Okay, wait a second, you know, like we're we're killing ourselves here. Uh, what are we doing? And then we go back to like a state of uh, balance and when we realize that you know unity is important and coming back together and we remember love i like the way you put that i feel like it's very accurate yeah and, and once we remember love mm. thing is like a lot of us i would say like most of us suffer from an amnesia are we and we come back to forgetting you know yes. we are gods and goddesses with amnesia yeah <laughs> that's it and then we start repeating that that same that same pattern, which is we go back again to a divisive worldview where we see like you know oh it's the the white against the black the rich versus the the poor you know yeah and yeah it's it's crazy 
do you think we can change the pattern? I absolutely think we can change the pattern. Yeah. I'm not saying it's it's easy. Yeah. Uh, neither I'm saying it's it's the hardest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just a matter of peeling layers. Right. And and gaining more awareness. Pretty much, that I think that's how our soul expands. What do you think the world needs in this moment? Because obviously, like, we've been going through a lot of, like, a lot of shit, collective shit. Yes. And Shared shit. <laughs> shared shit, for sure, man. Like, only this week, I felt like, and, and I haven't shared a post in so long. I haven't shared anything social media. I've been, like, you know, drawn away from it. Same. Because inside myself, I was feeling like, you know, my own shit and the collective shit. And I felt like I was, you know, getting into like this depressed state of mind. And I'm, I'm for sure not the only one at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I just. But today yeah. I was like, you know what? I felt I woke up. I felt fresh. Good. I'm going to be talking to, you know, my brother, Quentin. I haven't spoken yeah. to him in fucking ages. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I, I feel so good today and, and good thing because I'm, I'm sharing stuff and yeah, there you go. That's reciprocated for sure. <laughs> Thanks, uh, man. What do I think we need right now is the only thing that we have ever needed, which is like you said, love. <laughs> in, in, its, in its fullest definition, in the biggest picture of what that is, which is the universe we're finding ourselves living in already. So what we need, we already have. We just, some of us, I guess, <laughs> are still waking up to that, that realization or, or to that version of themselves where they would remember. Hmm. Uh, absolutely. And what do you think is the best way for people to remember uh, that's like a deep said, question that's a deep question i know it is, it is but you said it earlier again all paths are valid bam okay so i could i could sit here and look from my own perspective and what what do i think and what works best for me but i know that we are all unique hmm. I would say universally looking within for sure that. Yeah. That's where you find the truth. Yeah. Especially the truth. You know, that's a big question. Like I'm, I'm cause I consider myself a truth seeker, you know, I, I don't stop at any labels. Cause I know lately there's been a lot of labels like, Oh, like conspiracy theorists, especially that's the, like to me, <laughs> You know, that's like the new witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a, like... Seriously, eh? Yeah. You know what happened back then, right? With the, the label witch. Yeah. You know the rest yeah. of the story. Right. My mom and I were just talking about that. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> oh, no, it's not, man. What do you think <laughs> about that? We're still learning. Yeah, yeah, we used to crucify people. And we used to burn them and decapitate them and do all the the worst things that we're capable of right. because of our fear of the unknown 
Yeah, no, and absolutely. And today, crucified looks like you know censorship, like like canceling. Yeah, we're suffering. Um, I guess still so much oppression. You know, you you just talked about our um, we are predictable. Yeah. Well, they. I, I when I say they, I. I don't want to uh, push a gap between you and me, us, and the rest of the world. Yeah. But there have been people who have devoted their lives to manipulate the masses. Yeah, I agree, man. 100%. Completely consciously. Yeah. So. Um, and, and I think it's very challenging to speak about people that are actually not that do not have our best in their best intentions in mind mm-hmm. because we also at one point and uh, at least I can speak for me I've also been trapped into that same state of level of consciousness where I somehow try to manipulate some someone or you know into yeah. something and uh, I think like with the time, you also learn, you evolve. And uh, of course, I think also that these beings, whoever they are, like the ones who are in control of the Federal Reserve, you know, they're also learning as much as we are. Like their souls are evolving as well. I feel you. Yes. At some level. I don't know. There's so much shit out there that I don't know. So I'm just going to put myself in that position where... I don't know, but I think it's also like ridiculous to dismiss any information just because it's been labeled by whoever fact checkers or whatever as, uh, okay, conspiracy theory or whatever. And I think that creates a limitation in people to go and, and, and seek for further knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a great handicap, I think. It's a great handicap, you said? Yeah. Yeah. To, to create those limitations in their heads, like saying, oh, yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, but have you actually checked? Have you actually been down the rabbit hole and... and Walked the path. Exactly, you know? Yeah. Um, so again, I would say to, to that uh, point, because... Definitely now more than ever, people are more confused than they've ever been, than we have ever been. Because there's so much being said back and forth, um, that if you're somebody who is feeling like they need to find the truth for themselves to figure that out, again, the only being who can hold your answers for you is yourself. Absolutely. So I... Even in terms of like, so when I left North America, I wanted to go and become a monk in Tibet. And I wanted to forget about English. I wanted to forget about uh, religion, everything I was brought up believing in and holding as the truth. Forget it all. Right. But I realized even that I don't have to be in Tibet. I don't have to cut my hair off and 
follow their ways in order for me to find that place I want to get to within myself. Right. Because time and space are both an illusion, just like the separation between you and I. So I would, um, I would say, forget the internet, forget posting on social media. Like you said, it serves a purpose. And yes, uh, I can see even myself in the future, I will turn back to those mediums to hopefully help share some, some of the truth that I have found within myself. Well, yeah, I 100% agree that, uh, and I think it's, it's important, you know, to each one of us share our own truth, share what's in, what's in our souls because that's the way we, yeah. our souls expand and, and that's the way we learn from each other as well. So if, yeah. we, if like we, if we keep, you know, denying any, any information that comes to us instead of, you know, looking at it. Yeah, for sure. You can look at any information in, in a skeptical way. And I even encourage people to, to, you know, be skeptical about it, but also keep, keep an open mind because, Yeah. Whatever we, we think it's true today, like five years from now, 10 years from now, our whole paradigms can shift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you and I both know this because, you know, as a soldier too, man, back in my time in infantry, I, I was like, man, I had such a different mindset and such a different worldview. And I look at myself today, I'm like, wow, I've come so far. Yeah. And yet I'm, I'm still walking in, in, in the path. Like this is, I think this journey goes on like forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a long road, bro. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, dude, I feel you on that. And like, I think the more we, we prevent ourselves from expressing our truth without fear of judgment or anything, we, mm -hmm. we kind of like constricting our soul in a, in a tight space. <laughs> Yeah. And our soul is looking to expand and they're like, yeah, no, but I can't, but what are they going to say? And we're thinking about judgments and all of this, like all our limiting yeah. beliefs are keeping us in that box. And our soul is like, yeah, well, I don't give a fuck. I want to expand. You know, exactly. and, I am, yeah. I have no limits. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you too. The, yeah. The same tactics that they pulled on us in the military to get us to think a certain way, act a certain way, believe certain things even like why are we going to afghanistan in the first place even though man. it's the same tactics that these people or forces pull to get us to self-police one another judge one another oh yeah com compete like <laughs> yeah like the mindset of competition right there that's right like <laughs> so crazy when i when i think about it now Like today, the new me thinks about that. And yeah, who are we comp competing against? Exactly. <laughs> and for what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think there's a big like, uh, you know, conditioning that that happens in, in, uh, on different levels in, in the institution in general. Well, the military is also part of the, that like the system right the institution oh yeah 
they go hand in hand and, and big part of it <laughs> yeah so yeah and i mean we've been conditioned to like okay everyone everyone's the same if you're different you know you'll get like rejected right away no you can't be different yeah. you gotta be a good soldier follow you be know. the gray man yeah exactly yeah. don't let anybody notice you don't have an opinion don't have an <laughs> opinion be the gray exactly all of this yeah i think it's a conditioning but also a like dehumanizing process where you know we're not we're kind of get disconnected from our humanity yeah we're like okay you're a rank or you're a you know you know when they refer to troops as bodies you know they literally hey i need yeah. more bodies in here like you you they literally were like, yeah <laughs> you know you remember <laughs> that right God, on a good day. On, on a good day, yeah. <laughs> the other stuff, it's going to be censored right now. <laughs> right, say. you couldn't even say it. Yeah. It's just, we, uh, yeah. I was just thinking back, there was this one dude, he was a warrant when we were up at CG. Uh, I don't know if you were there that year or not. Just a short dude. He claimed he was working with the Special Forces, but whatever. And he started he started bitching at us on the parade square one day. Oh yeah. He went off. Oh my god. <laughs> and yeah. that's yeah, they're they're into that game and uh... the, yeah. And you just have to sit there and don't say a fucking word. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh but what, like I, I get what you're saying, man. It when I was there too. At one point, I was like, "Yeah, this is like normal." But then, as as you got more time in, you start thinking more and asking yourself more questions, and really like, like, why are we doing all this? You know, for real. <laughs> it was like, yeah. And you you look at it, and it's all connected, like our. I don't know if you've seen the documentary Thrive. No. Oh man, you should check that out. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send you the right. link. But basically, he talks about well, about a bunch of shit. I can't like. It literally, it's gonna take me like five episodes to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> so I'll I'll leave that for another time. <laughs> but yeah. one of the thing he mentions that I find it's very interesting to look at is uh, he talks about 13 different uh, aspects of our, of the way our society is built. So he talks about health, spirituality, education, infrastructure, arts, economy, environment, governments, justice, media, relations, science, and worldview. And all those 13 areas Shit. are all connected yeah you know and and even arts man i at first i was like yeah what what does arts has to do with this but yeah then i thought about it like through music there's so much brainwashing that you can do through music it's unbelievable and they, yet 
so many positive messages too that you can send through music. Yes. <laughs> and I think about it like the music that I that I listened to back when I was like young me, like 14, 15. Mm -hmm. I I I go back and listen to the lyrics like yeah, no wonder why I used to get sh in shit all the time and uh <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Subliminal messaging. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. They they have uh done their absolute best to inflict us with as much distraction as possible. Hmm. Yeah. And I like I like the fact that you're you're doing music now and uh thank you bro. listening to, to some of your stuff. I really love it, man, because that's really a, a people underestimate the power of art, but it's yeah. such a powerful thing to you know shift a whole society. Just look at the Beatles, man. Seriously. You know you're re-inspiring me right now because I've like you lately I've had to um well, I'll just say flat out, I, I got my pension for the military, but I, I went back and when I got out, just like you, I had to fight to get out. So the, when I finally got released, I just signed the paperwork, handed in my kit and fucking left. But now I'm finally getting like the, the support that I should have gotten in the first place, which as a reservist, they don't really tell you about, which is a whole nother topic, but um. So I found out I have PTSD and major depressive disorder. So lately I've just kind of been allowing it to move itself through me. Like you said, uh, peeling of peeling layers back. Well, I've let go of all my layers. Some of them have taken longer than others to let go of their grip on me. But yeah, I, I've always felt even as a kid that there's something most people are missing about music that universal language it's not just something you dance to or something that makes you feel a certain way it's so much more powerful than words could ever describe oh yeah so thank you oh, for sure i My now pleasure, see, brother. <laughs> um, i see now that i like you i used to carry a rifle and i put my country on my shoulder because i thought i was doing something to help the world and now i see that i can do so much more with a guitar <laughs> it's so simple yeah and on my <laughs> on my side i can do so much more with the camera in my hands <laughs> yes yeah. Oh, yeah you're capturing moments and creating them <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> right now <laughs> exactly yeah good for you man good for you too man and i i hope to see more from you from your music your sound and there's there's something deeper about sound. like i don't know for some reason i'm attracting a lot of people around me who's working with sound as in like i don't know if you heard of like sound healing before probably yes. yeah yeah so with that, and I have a gong at home. I have a bunch of like instruments myself, and I yeah, awesome. and I feel that I haven't share, been sharing enough of, of like music. But I, I'm I'm gonna start doing that. It's just like I'm trying to do one thing, and I'm trying to push like everywhere at once. So yeah, but um, <laughs> do. 
you just inspired me too to get back to music. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Anytime you, you want, man. Hit me What, up. What's that? We can jam virtually anytime you want. For sure, my man. Sure. <laughs> It's happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I take. I'm taking your word for it, man. It's happening. Awesome. <laughs> We can do some stuff with the camera too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. If you need yeah. any help setting up the camera or whatever. Sweet. I don't know if you knew I was a model. Oh yeah, that too. I even forgot to mention that. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, we can make some shit happen, bro. <laughs> Big time. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that part. I mean, I, I'm, you're filling me in with so much information now, like, because we I'm haven't actually, spoken in, like, so long. Yeah, I'm surprised and, you knew that much about me already. <laughs> yeah, awesome. we just gotta, I gotta see what's up with you, man. <laughs> It's been some years. Yeah, yeah, definitely, brother. Is there... Go ahead. No, I, uh, fuck, it just... Uh, Yeah, I, lo I lost my train of thought on that one. Yeah, so, but tell me, what what was it you were saying? I wasn't going to say much. I was just going to okay. say, next scene, you got plants in there. Oh, yeah, I'm growing, shit, I'm, I'm growing some kale here. Oh, awesome. Uh, some Healthy. Basil. Uh, I'm growing tomatoes over there. This is Same. like peppers. I'm, I'm doing my, I'm growing my own uh, stuff at home, you know? That's the way to do it, for <laughs> yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, I got like cucumbers, tomatoes, <laughs> kale, um, dill, beets. Dude, you're killing it. Uh, yeah, bunch you're of shit, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> And broccoli too, yeah, broccoli. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. sweet. Eventually when I, when I move into a bigger space, I wanna, this is what I want to do, you know, grow my own stuff. And uh, Same here. The more independent that we can be from the system. Yeah the more we're also going to be in a relationship, not of dependence, but more like equality. Like, Yes. You'll bring a fuller version like of yourself. Cooperation. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. One of the reasons why we have so much like poverty and stuff, because a lot of people depend from the system. Yeah. To feed because them, to, to bring them abundance in, in all yeah. areas in general. They've made us think that that's the only way that you can... And so, so many people, I was going to say, that's another good thing we pulled away from the military is that it taught us we can do more than we think we can do collectively right. and individually. But a lot of people that didn't get that experience, yeah, yeah, they, they don't see any other way of uh, conducting themselves in life. No, I got to have a job and I got to go there for at least 40 hours a week so I can have enough money so I can fill my fridge and have a place to lay my head and then i have no energy at the end of the day to do anything else so that must be the only way <laughs> yeah it's crazy but hey man we're all like been conditioned to believe like that yeah it's the only way but when we when we start you know i think abundance comes the moment we start just expressing the abundance of, of our own spirit and when we are because we are expressing that the abundance from our own spirit what i mean by that is like 
being aligned with, first of all, your being, and then what you do, your activity, it's an extension of that, mm-hmm. right? However you feel like expressing it, whether that is music, you know, writing, whatever, mm-hmm. then that's where you're going to bring the most abundance because that's you're aligning yourself to basically your higher self. Yeah. I like the way you put it. <laughs> it will flow effortlessly and yeah, abundantly. That's it. The more in line you are. Effortlessly. That's it, man. Yeah. That's something that I forgot to add, but yeah. Yeah. Cause it, we, we, we think we have to like push and push and hustle uh, and there's a big culture in uh, in a lot of entrepreneurs. They were like, "Oh, the the less you sleep, you know, the better." And it seemed like it's something cool. Yeah, even but- Elon Musk, he has he has this platform in life where he has influence over so many others, and he's choosing to spread that same message. Just work your fucking ass off. Don't sleep. <laughs> I mean, don't live a healthy life that's the best way to to burn Spread. yourself out that uh, before 30 yeah exactly and then yeah we have all these people dying around the world from exhaustion stress Depression. man stress Depression. is the number stress. one killer yeah stress life has never been easier for a human being in terms of the the biggest picture and yet yeah, yeah we're, we're defeating ourselves by listening to everyone around us hmm. because we see the same people that are telling us all oh, you got to strive strive work hard work hard are showing us what the what what's the prize at the end of all that and what does it look like always huge amounts of money and social status hmm. and it's all garbage <laughs> i mean money is it's a tool. Don't get me wrong. It's, yes. it's it's good to have money. We do need it. We do need it for sure. But but yeah, it absolutely money without a uh, you know without the level of consciousness that comes with it, without the other things, mm-hmm. without love, you know. Right. right. It's it's pretty much useless. It's just like an yeah. like. You know, it's just like having any other tool. Like, like you have a, I don't know, uh, an axe. You can use it to build stuff, or you can use it to harm others. But that—that's—I mean, money is—is is not the evil. The our consciousness that we, the level of consciousness that we're operating from, is what does all the damage that we're doing to our planet and all the things that you see that are that are fucked up with our planet basically yeah yeah the level of consciousness because money you if i had a lot of money then you know then you could help so then you can help more people i can reach more people help help more people and change lives you know i agree completely i i guess i was just saying with uh in terms of of that being the reward. Yeah. No, I, I, I get what you were saying, though. I get what yeah. you were saying. Yeah. I just wanted to, like, clarify that thing for, for the audience. 
Uh, yeah, I'm happy you did actually. Yeah, because I don't know. I felt it was it was necessary to do it. I actually, yeah, you know what? I agree completely. I'll even extend it a little bit farther. I used Go to ahead, hate money. Man. I used to absolutely hate it. I grew up really, really poor. And all my ancestors, very, very poor. So, like, it wasn't a me versus them thing. But I just, even from a childhood, it was like, it doesn't make sense that some people in this life suffer. And some people in this life thrive only because of this one thing. Piece of paper, yeah. Piece of paper. So, I used to reject it. And anytime, even when I was in the military, we got paid, like, decent. I would not hold on to it. I would always give it away. Uh, I bought a couple cars. I bought a motorcycle. Oh, yeah, I remember the motorcycles. Yeah, a bunch yeah, of people bought, bought motorcycles that year. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild yeah. year, man. Yeah. So I've learned, yeah, don't um, to not think of it as good or evil. Because, because I was... I thought it was evil. I rejected it. And then I suffered even more from it. So then I rejected it even more. And it was just a, a cycle. So I've changed my relationship to it. And it and has changed its man, relationship. I like me. what you're saying there because for me, it was the same. You know, I used to think like, uh, you know, it's, it's the rich. Again, I was in this divisive mindset. Oh, it's. <laughs> You know, all these rich bastards that are, are, you know, doing all this to us. And yeah. And you, I used to have that mentality about money. Yeah. Until I also switched my relationship with money. Like, yeah, okay, wait a second. You know, Congrats. money is is neutral in itself. Money in itself is is just a an exchange tool. It could, it could be, a, I don't know, anything. It could be like a... A book or any other tool, a yeah. rock, but we use money. Right. So that like I'm not saying it's the best it's way to drive an economy, but I'm saying it's what we have now today. So Yeah. We've had it for a while. Yeah. Wow. And that'll be cool to change like in in regards to changing our, our ways of you know not using money anymore. But for now, it's what we have as a tool yeah. for one type of abundance. Because this is something I have to specify as well. Because abundance can come in, in, in many ways. See, we, we, it seems like we, we've associated the definition of abundance to just money. When in reality, abundance can be opportunities. You know, it can be the, the next person you meet that leads you to something that you never thought was possible and like oh shit that's abundance you got me sweating bro <laughs> abundance of, of love you know what i mean like yeah I, all I, these they're, they're types of abundance yeah and actually in fact when i think of the word abundance abundance i think of it in terms of not even the little things here on earth but the entire universe surrounding us thriving mm. with bursting with pure energy Which is all we are. Yeah, that's what it is. Because <laughs> really, money, well, it money, money. It's it's an energy. It is. If you think about it, it's it's an yeah. energy. And I like. I don't know if you've seen Bashar. No. 
check him out. This is really it's a guy named Daryl Anker, and he he channels this this entity called Bashar. Bashar. It's B A S H A R. Okay. And yeah, a, a lot of the things he says, they make a lot of sense to me. But uh, yeah. one of the things he says about abundance, and this is his definition of abundance, which I think is fabulous and yet so simple, which is the ability to do what you need to do when you need to do it. Hmm. Yeah. I like it, but it reminds me of the word freedom. <laughs> well, see, freedom, to me, it's it's one type of abundance, you know? When you have freedom, yeah, the, the more freedom is, you have, the, the you know? For sure. The abundance is like the umbrella term, and freedom could fit underneath it. Right. It's one type of abundance. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could put it yeah, that like way. That. Yeah. Because what money brings is money brings one type of freedom. Mm-hmm. Just like financial freedom. Right. <laughs> Let so, go of the stress. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then being able to use your time exactly how you want to. Right. Yeah. And having your energy. Yeah, it's all connected. <laughs> My brother, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, good to see you, man. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me go to my last question that I have for you because I haven't really planned any 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 questions or anything. There's just one question that I always Perfect. ask. Perfect. And yeah, I wanted to do this on the flow, that like, with you, man. I, I fucking dig it, man. Yeah, Keep absolutely. I, I felt I felt it, man. For this one, I was like, yeah. Quentin, man, this is going to be full flow with you. Much respect, man. <laughs> yeah. But just this one question. Yeah. What do you think is the best way? Well, what's your best tip to make this world a better place? Ooh. What do I think is the best way or what's the best tip? What's your, well, yeah, what's your best tip? To make the world a better to place. To make this world a better place. For us all to remember the truth of ourselves and where it is we find ourselves living. Hmm. So some of us feel like we're living in uh, hell and that's perfectly valid. A few of us might feel like we're living in uh, heaven and that's perfectly valid. And I would say the truth is that simultaneously you could dip into either or every one of us, every moment of the day, which is an illusion in the first place, because it's all just one constant unfolding miracle since the beginning of this universe. Some call it the big bang. Some say it was a divine creator. Either way, it's a miracle. And we are an extension of it. So I would say we would all have to remember. And then 
teach it. Teach the truth to the next generation. Because it takes all of us. (laughs) Because it takes what? It takes all of us to create heaven, to be it. To be that universe expressing itself back and forth to one another. Hmm. That's it, my man. That's it. We are the universe experiencing itself at an individual level through consciousness. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, man. That was really good. And thank you. Yeah, what going would, back yeah. to that. Okay. Uh what you what you said at the beginning. I'm trying to remember that part. Um uh Jesus, what was it that you said first? You remember first, that? First to your question. To remember our true. Oh yeah, because you were talking about heaven and, and and hell. Yeah. And yeah, that like there, there's a quote. I can't remember who who said this, but they said heaven or hell, both. It could apply to both. Is uh, is a state of being. And not a not a physical place. Yeah. So it's just like a, a what well, I don't I can remember if it was a state of being or a mind state, which both can be accurate for me. Yeah, they're similar. Very yeah. similar. And no, absolutely. And now we know through like quantum physics that we also create our own reality. Very right? very seriously there's been there's been a study actually done where the matrix is not a movie oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> right well, we can like and and we're starting to grasp that concept of like we can create our own reality like absolutely in in more ways than you have ever been taught that's it through our, our thoughts and and like i said there was a study done with uh, some type of like, I think it was some some quantum computers where there were numbers appearing. And when a person thought of a number, like let's say the person thought of a number one, then the number one will always appear more often. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. (laughs) I'm trying to remember where where I read this because I read so many stuff that I confuse like, the sources and where I got this from. Yeah. I, I'm going to try to find the source. But uh, yeah. Um, I've heard some similar studies. And yeah, with, with my n- nerding out in the world of uh, <laughs> consciousness and psychology and all yeah. the wonders of the universe. Yeah, it's, we're, it's becoming more and more undeniable how limitless we truly are Hmm. all of us yeah yeah absolutely my man well brother fuck it was such an honor to have you here man i fucking appreciate being here i don't know is there something i i i forgot to mention that you wanted to add is there you tell me man um well, I was going to ask you, what would you have said? The last question you asked me, how would you answer? 
What's to to make this world a better place? Yes. I would say two things. One is uh, definitely love. And I know it sounds cliche. I know for many people, it would be like, you know, that's a very kind of hippie thing to say. But most people aren't embodying love. And that's <laughs> probably say that. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying I'm fully embodying it as well, but I know that 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 is one truth that to me is is. The, the only truth that I can be certain of is that, you know. Yeah. Congrats, man. And that, and I will say also to embody more of our truth. Because when we embody more, more of our truth, we give the courage to others to speak out their truth. And regardless whether, like, my... Because I say my truth because it's where I'm at in my in my journey, yeah. right? The things yeah. that I've, you know, come up to, the realizations that I've come up mm-hmm. to this day. And that's constantly changing as well. Yeah. You know, as I go, I learn more stuff and that's how we evolve, right? <laughs> Saying that I've never changed will be, will, will scare me actually. <laughs> they'll... they'll just mean what that I've been I'm, doing exactly. You know, like what have we? Maybe I haven't changed physically, like I said at the beginning. But yeah, you know, there's yeah, a lot of things that I, I learned with the years. And yeah, so I would say those two things: truth and love. Good answer, <laughs> <laughs> brother. I think on that note, man. I'm gonna Drop say, the mic. I'm gonna, yeah. Drop the mic and say much love to you, man. And I wish you all the best in everything that you're doing with your music, you know, whatever that is that you want to do, you know, but mostly on your being. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it more than I can express. And I look forward to talking again. Thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't done this yet, go get yourself a copy of my free ebook, The Thrive Method, a six-step guide to naturally align yourself with your life mission, regain your power, and fully thrive on my website, RenzoRuizHaas.com. I'll put the link in the description below for you to check it out. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Spiritual Warrior TV, and to follow me on Facebook and Instagram as RenzoRuizHaas. I want to express once again my biggest gratitude for your support and see you on the next episode. Much love.